to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1988's Pumpkinhead, directed by Stan Winston and starring Lance Henriksen. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? I watched Psycho, because uh, it was, you know, Halloween time. of course. Yeah. Um, and it holds up as one of the best movies ever made. Um, it, and I, the, the one thing I take away from it, I mean, I've already seen it a million times, but... but um, I told my wife, I can't believe Anthony uh, Anthony Perkins didn't become a big movie star after this was over. You know, yeah, he's amazing in this movie. Maybe he was just too disturbing at the time, and they're like, we're not doing anything with this guy. And I, I think you're right because mm-hmm. this is this is a performance that would like like it it looks uh, like something that would be done you know like today as far as like a a disturbing movie character performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back then, they probably didn't know what to do with it. Good good timing around Halloween, man. Oh, good absolutely, call. yeah. Sadly, I still haven't seen it. Oh wow! Remember uh, my confession? Yeah, I, I remember the whole time I was watching it. I kept saying Scott hasn't seen this. That's so weird. Still haven't I, seen it. Yeah, come on, <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, instead of Psycho, I watched Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. There you from go. From 1958. Okay. It's a great movie, dude. Yeah, it sure uh, is. Paul Newman playing an alcoholic. Who mm-hmm. would have thought? Yeah. Uh, Liz, <laughs> Liz Taylor. On top of her game, uh-huh. and Burl Ives just Big Daddy killing it. Big Daddy's killing That's right. it. That's uh, right. This is a great classic movie. And yeah, everybody's got to watch this for the performances. Uh huh. It's good stuff. It really is. And it's like Technicolor glory, man. It oh is, man, it is good looking. Uh, yeah, and everybody in it is good looking. I yeah. mean, Liz Taylor and Paul Newman. My uh, brother walked <laughs> by. Goes, is that Liz Taylor? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she looked good back <laughs> yeah, in the fifties, man. True, dude. <laughs> she was something else. Paul Newman with those blue eyes. Oh man, man. they <laughs> they were both nominated for Oscars for this movie. Yes. Uh, they, they lost, but man, good, great stuff. Yep. Watch the catalog. Tennessee Williams. Good yep. stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now let's talk about a different kind of movie. It's horror month here. We're finishing up with Pumpkinhead. So mm. Dave, please give everyone a synopsis. Okay, well, uh, Pumpkinhead, what it boils down to, it's a, it's a very simplistic kind of plot story-wise. I mean, it's just uh, it's it's a revenge tale. There's a spirit that's loose, and when someone has been wronged, um, they can invoke this spirit to, like, take reven- take vengeance on the thing, on the person that, that did them this wrong. Um, in most cases, it's either some kind of assault, or in the case of Lance Henriksen, it's his, his son being accidentally killed by these teenage dirt bikers. And, um, you know, he finds out about the spirit. The spirit's being kept in by this, um, like, old lady in, up in, yeah, in Appalachia. Appalachia. Yeah, Appalachia, yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that's, and he, he sort of comes to, he, he discovers that the spirit is what, it, what it's doing, and he, like, decides that it's, it's too much for him because he's actually, you know, experiencing the killings himself. Right. And so he has to, like, help the people who are being hunted. Right. You'd think it'd be easy, Ed Harley. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice and clean. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that witch is good, man. Yeah. Um, oh, wow, she sure I, is. I wish I had the cast up in front of me, but I don't. I forget who plays her, but she she's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and Lance Henriksen plays Ed Harley. He's the man who has the boy mm-hmm. that gets accidentally killed by these city folk. <laughs> city folk. Riding their dirt bikes. <laughs> uh-huh. So the, mo- the movie opens, and... It sets up the whole pumpkin head legend pretty good. Yep. There's a guy running through the woods. Something's after him. Uh, and then it shows a family locked up in their little cabin up in the hills. And there's a boy, the mom and the dad. And the boy turns out to be Lance Henriksen yeah. uh, as a child. And the, the man comes banging on the door for help. You know, help me, uh, Pa, whatever uh-huh. his name is. <laughs> 
Uh, he's like, get out of here. I got my shotgun. Leave my family out of this. Uh-huh. I can't help you. There, nobody can help you. Yeah. Get out of here. Right. And the guy the runs off, and Pumpkinhead end up, ends up getting him. Mm-hmm. And Lance Henriksen sees it through the window, and it kind of is ingrained in his mind, like, wow, that something's got this guy. Like, yeah. this monster has this dude. And it uh, turns out, like, there's a legend of Pumpkinhead, and, you know, they tell the kids to scare him, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, that Pumpkinhead's going to get you. <laughs> So uh, he actually sees Pumpkinhead as a kid, and then as an adult, you know, he's kind of has these flashbacks about it. Uh huh. And once the thing happens with his son, he wants to get revenge. Yes. Um, and he thinks he doesn't know it's real, but everyone talks about it. There's an old woman up there. Uh, yeah. And like you said, he gets he gets his revenge. He sure does. Yeah. And this is the third out of the four movies we've done for Halloween month that starts with an opening sequence that is a flashback. Is it? Yeah. Which is, you know, so strange. I mean, I, I'm sitting there watching, going, I, I've been through this recently. Well, mm-hmm. What's going on? And it was, you know, of course, The Beyond and um, yep. and uh, Lords of Salem. That, that sa- same thing. Yeah. Um, and, and in this one, I, I would argue that this one might be uh, the most effective overall. I think so. The Beyond was pretty... It was very stylish. It was the only good part of the movie. It, yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and, and the ending right. was okay. But... Right. That was the best part, the opening five minutes. Yes, uh, and that's why I put this one above the Beyond because th- there's more movie to to follow up the the really sort of bravura opening sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's more stuff that lives up to that. Yes, I think this movie is well shot. It's well lit. Yes, like, the production's very nice. Uh, the cinematography is pretty good. Uh huh. It looks good and it's got atmosphere. Yeah. I really like that about it. Yeah. No matter what flaws the movie may have, like plot wise, kind uh-huh. of, it makes up for it visually. Technically and visually, yes. Yeah. This, this movie is is about as it, it's really really well done. And uh, I think they shot it out in out in California. Yeah. But they found these woods out there that look like they it looks like Appalachia. I know. Like the scene when Lance Henriksen is a boy, uh, he sees just like pumpkin head in silhouette mm-hmm. strangling the man. Right. With like the moonlight shining through the trees and the <laughs> fog and everything, it looks great. You talked about the lighting, man. Yeah. yeah. It's it, they they really do mm-hmm. they, they they really have a uh, a good handle on executing those kinds of visuals, mm-hmm. um, especially with sh- using sh- use of shadow. I uh, so I watched all the bonus features on this. I bought oh, cool. the Blu-ray. People. Yeah, they were talking about the lighting during the commentary. Um, I I forget who it was. It was like Alec Gillis or one of the special effects guys. And uh-huh. he's like, why why don't uh, cinematographers smoke? And they're like, well, why? He's like, because they'll take them three days to light it. <laughs> There you go. There's an inside no movies joke <laughs> right. right there. <laughs> shit. Um, so the movie's very simple, like you said. Yes. So we're not going to be talking a lot about story here, I guess, because <laughs> it's basically the kid dies. I want revenge. Yeah. What have I done? Right. The end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you have explained the entire film yeah. in one sentence. I know. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. This movie doesn't demand too much of you as far as that goes. It's an 88 minute movie. dude. Oh, man. That's I know. with credits. I, I, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it just it zips by. Yeah. Um, it's quick. And but, but one thing, like like when it first starts, I mean, like after the opening uh, sequence there, you know, it's it's like two minutes of Lance Henriksen kind of like like they're showing him bonding with his son over like breakfast and stuff. Yeah. And then it goes to his like general store that he has out in um, just off the highway. Yeah. 
And these 80s kids in two separate cars, mm-hmm. one pulling a trailer with dirt bikes on it and one in a T-top uh, Corvette. Yeah, dude. That's uh, John DeQuino. John DeQuino, from yeah. From Sequest? Yep, that's right. <laughs> I, rem- I also remembered him as the guy from Seinfeld who bet Elaine that Dustin Hoffman was in Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. Dude, awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy in that T-top, man. Yep, that's mm-hmm. right. And in this movie, he looks just like Paul Stanley, except he's got better hair. Oh, dude. Um, yeah. He's real 80s handsome. <laughs> and I got to tell you something about like like teens and yuppie age people in the 80s. Uh-huh. I hated every male back then. I just hated them. Yep. You know, they were they were always picking on me. They were always, you know, like ex- excluding me, leaving me out of stuff, probably because I was too young to be hanging out with them. Um, but like this movie really reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I hate these guys right away. Probably. You know? But even before I know what their what their game is, I was like, oh man, I hate this John DeCino. Yeah, he's a real douchebag, and you really hate him. And that's his point. Yes, that, he, that's his character intentionally. Right. You know. Right. Um, I, you said they look very eighties. They kind of do. Uh-huh. But I also think, besides from like the headband <laughs> and the T-top Corvette, yeah. like. Yeah. It's kind of like in its own little timelessness. Like they oh, yeah. weren't they weren't, you know, dressed like Cindy Lauper or no, anything, you know. No, like, there was no leg warmers they, uh, or yeah. They could exist in almost any True. time almost. Right. Uh, cuz there's nothing stand out. They're not wearing neon, you know, shapes and stuff. <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But it, but yeah, there's a couple things totally 80s about right, it. Right. Whoever chose the costuming in the movie, that's a good choice cuz mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to look too dated. You know, yeah. nobody no movie wants to look dated. Like just from like the way costuming is, you mm-hmm. know, hair, makeup, right, and even like the special effects. Like I thought they still looked good in this, dude. Can we talk about special effects? Just yeah, for a second? let's do it, man. I I'm blown away, honestly, mm-hmm. by the special effects in this movie. And yep. you, you said that they that they still looked good and held up. I'm I'm willing to say they're as good or better than most of the stuff that's in the theater right now. They probably are, dude. Well, it was all Stan Winston's yes. crew, man. Yes. They did Terminator, they did Alien Predator. Absolutely. They did all that. Then they did Pumpkinhead after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Star Wars stuff, you know, for the new movies, like <sighs> these guys are professionals and they 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 learned under the master. They they sure did. Yeah. And and like Th- think about at the around this same time, Rock and Roll Nightmare was made. Oh yeah, dude. What? Yeah. Jeez. And, I mean, they're 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 kind of working within the same template of a tall monster that 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 is you know supposed to kill you. And Pumpkinhead pulls it off, and and it's they they use a lot of quick cuts like you're supposed to do with practical effects. Yeah. But they also when they do kind of. Um, like put the camera on the monster for kind of extended periods. It looks it really still good. Looks good, dude. The, the puppeteering is flawless. Well, you look at Pumpkinhead. His face is like fully articulate. Yes. It's not like um, like the creature is like a real working face with mm-hmm. all the lips, everything. Oh right. It's right. not like they got to switch heads for a snarl. Yes. Or like like yes. a like a smiley thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes it really cool because it can like express different emotions. Right. Without cutting. Which I know. is pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. It, it, it reminds me a lot of what they did with the Queen Alien in Aliens. Yep. Um, it, it's it's like that. Yep. And by the way, Tom Woodruff Jr., who did the special effects, he was in the Pumpkinhead suit. I did know that, And he yes. was in the Alien suit, too. Yeah, so. right. And and Pumpkinhead kind of does look kind of like an alien it a does. little bit. It's yeah. got the gangliness mm-hmm. and the skinny scrawniness. And the bulbous head that is kind of like a, like a bean shape. Yeah, um, it, it, it kind of almost looks like a deformed pumpkin in a way. Right. Like... They I, they weren't literally trying to make it a, a pumpkin on yeah. its head, but yeah. it, it 
I know they got inspiration from like the way gourds grow and get like those deformations yeah. and stuff, right? Uh, which is very effective and scary. Even uh, it really looks much. grotesque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If I had seen this movie in 1988 when I was a kid, I I would not have been uh-huh. in good shape. Um, yeah. Th- th- this is this is this is really um, excellent stuff. And Stan Winston is uh, he's a treasure. I mean, what can you say? He, I know. R.I.P. Man. Absolutely. Him and him and Rick Baker and all these like effects people who you know came from back then. I mean, they yep. were really doing serious work with this stuff. Rob Botin. Oh mean, man, yeah. He, he, I think he too. worked yeah. for Stan Winston yeah. and mm-hmm. learned from him. He worked on the thing, right? Yeah, he did mm-hmm. the thing. Yep. Um, good stuff. God. Yep. So, so the special effects they look great in yes. this movie. Um, the plot's not that great, by the way. We've talked <laughs> right. about it. It's yeah. very simple. It's thin, man. It, it's it's um. Think of like the worst. Teenagers in a cabin getting killed off one by one. Yeah. Like, that's basically what it is. Yes. And it, and it's really the special effects in the atmosphere. And I think the story, as small and simple as it is, is really good. It's a really good tale of morality and revenge. Yeah. Uh, well, it's timeless. Yeah. It's, I mean, it goes back thousands and thousands of years. Right. But the actual events that take place is just like, let's slaughter this guy, slaughter this guy, <laughs> slaughter that girl. <laughs> But I, I, I like the kills. I think for the most part, I like the. There's one kill I like in particular is mm-hmm. um, is when John D'Aquino's girlfriend gets it uh-huh. when she's the one who's dropped from the from the high tree. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, um, that's good. Like when when she's dropped, they they have her kind of like you know do a uh, like a they, she breaks her back on a rock. Yeah, which is cool. Yep. But also that 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 shot of her high up in the air. With where Pumpkinhead is like, you he's know, perched up there. Yeah, he's perched up on the tree, and he's just gonna drop her. But also, a really effective, uh, a really a good effect is is when Pumpkinhead has like he's holding her by her chin. He's got his hand cupped under the chin, uh-huh. and he's just holding her there. And I was like, wow, it's I mean, pretty cool. That is a really good, sh- and you could see her kicking her leg. She's actually in a, you know, a, a like a, a pup- harness. Or yeah, something? exactly. Yeah. It's it's so cool. It's cool. Um, let's talk about how Pumpkinhead comes about. Yeah. Okay, so we said Lance Henriksen, he plays Ed Harley, which I think is a great hill folk <laughs> name. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. <laughs> and his son dies because these jerks are riding their motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, John DeQuino ditches him because he's on probation. And the uh, the rest of the kids are like, we got to stay, man. We got. And yeah. he's like, let's go. And then he becomes kind of the bad guy for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um. We're not calling the cops. He cuts the phone line at the cabin. He locks a couple guys up. You know, <laughs> it's so sinister the way yeah. he's acting. Too. Yeah, dude, oh, he deserves to get pumpkin headed. <laughs> yeah, he does. But um, uh, <laughs> so Ed Harley goes up to the hills to to meet the the shanty town folk, mm-hmm. and uh, he's asking for information about an old woman who's up here who can do stuff for you, and the dad who's up there doesn't want to tell him information like the only thing she can do is take you straight to hell yeah. you want to avoid her uh-huh and um shows him the dead his dead son he's like just you better just give it out of here and bury your boy yep and then um the one kid i think his name's bunt bunt is the kid's name bunt yeah. is one of these like kids up in the hills it's a bunch of sharecroppers and the, and the, there's yeah. like 15 kids and the one is named bunt yeah bunt <laughs> i thought it was bud and i yeah. looked him up on imdb it's bunt <laughs> Or it was in the credits, I guess. It was in the credits. I, Who, I had to look in the credits, I, too. I really like this little kid's performance. Yeah. I mean, he was probably like 15 or 16 uh-huh. or something when it happened. Brian Bremer yeah. is bunt. Uh, he did a great job. Yeah, I liked him Yeah, he was okay. He sounded almost Irish. You he know? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> his accent was kind of off. Yeah, I know. It was kind of weird. Like right? like McFly. I know. <laughs> um, Seamus McFly. <laughs> 
But um, he ends up telling <laughs> Ed Hardy. McFly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Michael J. Flox. Flox? <laughs> Doing an accent. Right. Um. Anyway, he tells Ed Harley where he can get this woman. Yeah. So he goes to the woman. Uh, it's a very creepy cabin, like overrun with moss and just these tra- trees and a swamp yeah. over in this cabin. Goes in there and it's it's lit very well. This orange light. Um, the movie's full of orange and blue light. Uh, it's a Dario Argento. <laughs> oh man, it <laughs> we sure wanted is, that yeah. in the Beyond. Yes, you got it in Pumpkinhead. You got it in Pumpkinhead. Just like, like these oh. uh, these places that are clearly just lit the, the, by lanterns. Yes, yes. Oh god, that's oh great yeah, looking man. That, that, that abandoned church. Yeah, wow, that's the amazing. lights coming through the cross and yeah. the broken wooden boards. Oh, it's fantastic. But he he goes to this witch and she tells him he's got to go to the old pumpkin patch graveyard or whatever, mm-hmm. and you got to dig something up. I'm not gonna tell you, but you'll know, right? And uh, which is neat and kind of <laughs> dumb at the same time. <laughs> so he goes, and this set is awesome. It's this foggy pumpkin patch, and there's a big like kind of mound in the middle. Yeah, like a big hill. He has to climb up it. You can't walk up it. You got to climb up this right. little thing. And uh, he gets up there and starts digging out this corpse. And takes it back, and she performs some kind of ritual on it. Yep. And it's uh, this weird dead thing. Cuts open Ed Harley's hand, and the blood goes into this monster's mouth, and then cuts open his son's hand, puts that blood into the monster, and then the pumpkin head grows out of it. And uh, <laughs> you see, like, some transformation a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, it looks all right. It's a little cheesy, but whatever. Yeah. It was fine. The movie is a little bit cheesy. Did you notice that? Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we mentioned about how like how sort of threadbare the plot is and how mm-hmm. it's this timeless tale of revenge. I mean, I guess now that you're describing it, I, I, there there are elements of Der Golem in it as well, aren't there? Der Golem? Yeah. Like the old tale? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what, what's going on here when you have to, instead of putting a piece of paper with orders into the mouth of Pumpkinhead, right. yeah. you're putting blood in there and you're telling it what to do. Yep. And what happens is now Ed Harley has summoned a demon to go kill these kids. Yep. To get revenge for his kid. Bad call. <laughs> <laughs> so it, Pumpkinhead, I mean, this is like 15, 20 minutes in. Pumpkinhead's already hunting them down, I man. know, I it's, know. It doesn't take long at all. This movie goes. Yep. <laughs> Um, and, and about cheese, like, like, are, are, you, do you feel that the, that the, the cheesiness is is kind of overpowering in this scene, or I don't think it's particularly in this scene, really. Okay. Um, it's maybe because Pumpkinhead, he kind of isn't just out to kill them; he's out to torment them a little, mess with them, and kill them after he messes with them. He doesn't, seems. yeah, work quickly. No, no, he'll <laughs> he'll hunt you down, he'll chase you, he'll scare you. Yeah, he'll. Rub your face against a window and smash you through it until you, <laughs> your chest burst open. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's out for revenge, yeah, and to make you suffer for what you've done. And he's really relishing he's it too. Toying with you, yeah, because yeah. like we talked about this animatronic face, yeah, like it'll grimace and it like it's getting pleasure out of it. Yeah, almost. yeah, uh, it's it pretty. It's pretty creepy. <laughs> but I think the cheesiness might come out of that playfulness of mm. that he's got when he's trying to kill him. Oh, okay, and, and yeah. some of them, yeah. some of the. There's some bad tropes in it. You know, right. they're going out to look for it. And, oh, uh, yeah. Just stupid horror movie shit. Yeah. So on top of that, it, it makes it a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think just because the central theme of the movie is strong, yeah. it, it doesn't really affect it too much. And I and I, I agree with you on everything you said. I, I, I guess what, what keeps it from going completely over the top with the cheese factor is that even though he is kind of getting excited by these kills, he's uh-huh. not cracking wise like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he never 
does anything like that. It's just like it's kind of all on his face, and it's all just the the puppetry of Stan Winston and his crew. Yep. Um, and and boy, it's I'm 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 just I'm still I'm I'm like okay, let's keep talking about this movie, man. It was have so you, good. Uh, did have you seen this one before? I had never seen Pumpkinhead. Okay, see, I had taped it off Sci Fi Channel when I was like ten years old. Oh wow! And I've seen it dozens of times. Wow! Uh, on a taped VHS. Okay. An edited cut, I'm sure. On <laughs> yeah, Sci-Fi probably so. So I just bought it, and I was like, all right, I'll, let's check this out without any TV edits. Mm. It was pretty much the same okay. from what I remembered. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think they cut some of the gory stuff out. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of gore in this right. movie, but right. there's some stuff. And um, like when uh, he drops, I guess Kim is her name yeah, from Kim. the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they really linger on her body in that. Like, okay. Like, there's just some little tweaks, but it's pretty much the same thing. But th- that's partly why I wanted to do this movie is because I remember really liking it. Yeah. Uh, after I taped it, <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to see how it held up. Yeah. I, I I would say I still like it. I really I like it a lot. Um. So Lance Henriksen feels these kills happening. His he's connected with Pumpkinhead. Right. And whenever Pumpkinhead kills one of these people, he like kind of spasms or like yes. you know something's going on with him and he's you know, convulsing. There's a charge like going yeah. through him. Yeah. yeah. He feels pumpkin head, mm-hmm. which comes into play later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't ever. <laughs> and so after a few of these kills, he's like, I can't do this anymore, man. Yeah. I can't do this. This is wrong. He goes back to the witch and then there's the line. What'd you expect? Ed Harley. Uh, <laughs> think it'd be easy. <laughs> <laughs> easy and clean. Yeah. <laughs> and Lance Hendrickson, Gives a great performance, I think. Yeah, I I think I mean he he's a great actor, and you know I think he's great, and he he's in a lot of stuff like this. He's a he's a you know I think he's an underrated character actor. So I mean, do I. He's very the, one of the best in the last 30, 40 years. Hundred percent. And yeah. and like he he's he's the best part of a lot of things that maybe aren't so great. Right. Um. But you know this one in particular is. You know, okay, it's not a classic movie, but no. but it's 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 definitely a cult movie. It is a cult movie, and and based on the the both the effects and his performance is what makes it so compelling and so like makes you want to kind of watch it over again. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. gonna watch this movie again at some you know pretty soon. I'll let you borrow it. Excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So he decides I gotta stop it. If the witch ain't gonna help me, I'm gonna do it on my own. Yeah. And so he goes, and he tries to save. The, the three people left, I guess. Yep. I can't remember who it is. It's a girl, a guy, and then John DeQuino. Uh, it's Tracy, Jay, and John DeQuino. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, this is where John DeQuino eats it. <laughs> um, this is my favorite kill in the movie. I Yeah, um, yeah it's pretty John great. DeQuino has this like gimpy old rifle he brought with him, you know, because you never know what's going to happen in the jungle. Oh, fuck Yo. this guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> I can't believe I remember these lines, dude. <laughs> I didn't write anything down, and I don't know this movie. It's not a real quotable yeah, movie, but you know the dialogue. I, I guess I'm, maybe I'm paraphrasing. Uh, that's but fine. Anyway, <laughs> he, um, Pumpkinhead's coming towards them in really cool lighting and smoke. <laughs> yep. And, uh, <laughs> he's about to get them. Lance Henriksen shows up and shoots him. Yeah, I guess. shows up and shoots Pumpkinhead. And right. Pumpkinhead goes down. I guess. Yeah. He does. And uh, Lance Henriksen is fine. Which I just realized he's not hurt, is he? He's not. That's a pretty gaping like, hole. There's okay, a connection yeah, to where yeah. what the, this, and you find out in this scene. Uh huh. Um. Well, maybe Pumpkinhead's hurt doesn't hurt Lance Henriksen. It's Lance Henriksen's possible. hurt only hurts Pumpkinhead, and perhaps too because the 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 true metamorphosis doesn't doesn't take place until the very end. So right. maybe it isn't affecting Lance Henriksen yet. Maybe not. Yeah. 
because what happens here, um, Pumpkinhead's not dead, and we come to find out in the end the only way to kill Pumpkinhead is to kill Lance Henriksen yeah. because they're so connected. Yeah, and, and that's right. the ultimate price Lance Henriksen pays for this vengeance. Uh-huh. So Pumpkinhead is not dead, even though John DeQuino shoots him in the head with the rifle. Yeah. And he says he's dead now. And then the hand comes out and grabs him, jump scare. Uh-huh. There's a lot of bad jump scares in this movie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like the One dog. Really rotten. Oh, God. The dog. Yeah. The dog jump scare is is the worst jump scare in yeah, movie Yeah, jumps history. up on Bunt. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just a, literally a dog running into the frame, and then they yeah. they quick at one second later loud they go, music, bang. yeah, yeah, not it's good, bad, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so what Pumpkinhead does to John DeQuino? He grabs the rifle, <laughs> and this is really cheesy, but I think it's really cool. Yeah, Pumpkinhead's like looking at the camera, and he's holding up this gun like he's in a gang, <laughs> like "What up, bitch?" Yeah. <laughs> And he stuffs the barrel of this rifle into the gut of John DeQuino and spears him and holds like lifts him into the air. Oh, it is it's nasty looking. I have never seen a person or a creature use a rifle or musket (laughs) as as to stab someone that wasn't bayoneted. Right, there's you know, no bayonet on this. Thing. <laughs> I mean, he's just pumpkin head has otherworldly strength, <laughs> and he's able to actually stab you with a rifle and then hold you uh, up and wave him around. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, wow. he like spins him around yeah. like, haha. <laughs> like the corpse isn't spinning like a helicopter. No, he's no. just kind of like wiggling it around a little bit. <laughs> but John DeQuino is suffering mightily. Oh yeah, dude. On, on, on the end of this guy's rifle. What they, what he should have done is like shot the gun and his oh, body flies off. Yes, yes. That's what they should have done, dude. I, look, I. Uh, uh, far be it for me to tell Stan Winston how to do his job, <laughs> right. but like, <laughs> I guess creating that effect would have been... Uh, that would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. It would have been expensive, too, I Probably, would Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think this is the lowest budget film those guys did. Okay, and yeah. And this is Stan Winston's first movie he directed, yes. too. Mm-hmm. When we, we looked this up, I was like, oh, Stan Winston directed this. <laughs> right. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's going to be good. Uh-huh. Well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think he did a great job directing. Oh it, yeah, the direction's really good. Like you said, technically this movie's done very well. It, it's as good as anything um, he ever worked on. The, the dumbest thing about it is just how overly simple this plot is, mm-hmm. and the murders and stuff. It's just right. It, it's eighties yeah, horror. It's, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of generic. But like I said, the theme is very strong. Yes, which is I think that's why Stan decided to do the movie. Sure, because he he was like, oh dude, it's a great story. Let's just throw in some slasher stuff. And and we're the best. In the world, as far as you know, like effects, right. we, we know that we can make this look real. Um, and even if even if it's um, kind of a cheesy thing to do about a monster movie, let, let's just do it up really well so so that it looks good. One scene that was really cool is a bunt is hiding in the closet in the cabin. Yes, and Pumpkinhead is looking for him, and he opens the closet. Looks in and doesn't see him, and then Pumpkinhead turns around to leave, and then quickly turns around and shoves his face right in the Bunt's face, like "I got you, you little shit," <laughs> and it has like this grin, like yes. "What up?" Yes, <laughs> yeah, like it's really cool. It's actually pretty scary, yeah, because the puppet gets right in his face, uh-huh. dude, and um, the lighting is so perfectly on it to where you see his face just right. Yeah. So it doesn't look bad. It's good, dude. <laughs> and I'm I'm glad you we keep talking about the lighting and I I think it's important to note that even though th- this this movie is I'm I'm sure it's not using just available like on-camera lighting. It's not like Barry Lyndon. Yeah, yeah. Um they, they probably did take a lot of time to like light outside the the frame of the film. Mm-hmm. However, 
I think the reason that the lighting is so noteworthy in, in this movie is that you can see everything. Uh-huh. So if it's yeah. if it's a if it's a living room, you know, lit only by lanterns, you're not squinting to like see, you know, what's what else is, is coming. Exactly, um, dude. In fact, one of the best one of the best effects in the movie is, is when they're in that cabin, the, the the teenager's cabin, it's like the three girls are in the kitchen and out the window you see Pumpkinhead approaching. Just just for a second. Yeah, yeah. It literally walks the it's a yes. full body yes. shot of Pumpkinhead right. walking across the window as the yep. camera's panning with Tracy or somebody uh-huh. going to the kitchen, right. and it's unexpected. It's one of these startles, yes. you know? It's very well done, and you see the whole fucking costume. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in the distance, outside the window. Uh-huh. It's not in. It's not the focus of the shot. Right. And, yeah, it's in the background. And it's quick. Mm-hmm. In the commentary or whatever I was watching, they were doubting Stan. They're like, you really want to? It's, it's 20 minutes into the movie. You want to do a full body reveal of this thing? <laughs> oh, He's like, don't worry. It'll yeah, work. Right. It does. It does. Totally. <laughs> and I'll note, too, that M. Night Shyamalan stole that shot completely for the village. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there's one there's one moment in that movie where the monster approaches a house in the background. And, and it's it's exactly this shot from Pumpkinhead. OK, so. real, real quick side tangent. Do you like the village? Yeah. I liked it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a good movie. So take that, people. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna lose all our fans now. <laughs> I think that was his last good one. Oh, me too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely. So uh, where were we? Uh, where, we were, were talking. What's happening now? Uh, well, I guess. I guess. Well, so Bunt is now on the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> next up, right? Bunt. <laughs> and <laughs> what's he gonna do at the plate? Yeah, exactly. He's calling his shot. <laughs> oh, he bunted again. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Bunt, oh, I feel it's such a weird name, but like also like the the Bunt comes from a family that that is you know like you know like we said like twenty deep, and, uh-huh, and it's, yeah. it's it's his dad and the kind of patriarch of the family is his grandpa, and um, he has to the, the 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 great sequence in the church is Tracy and Jay and Bunt, they they fleed from the monster. Lance Henriksen hasn't quite found them yet, and Bunt has to tell them the story of. Uh, Pumpkinhead, uh-huh. and like you know, reveal about like in these parts, right. this is what goes on every you know so often. Right. We already have a little hint of that from mm-hmm. when they were were taunting Bunt's younger brother. Yes. Pumpkinhead's gonna get you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And the, this movie's based on a poem by Ed Justin. Yeah. And that they recite the poem right while they're taunting the little kid. Yeah. So that's exa- that is the original poem the story's based on. Did you notice who was playing Bunt's little sister? No. It was Mayim Bialik. I, who is that? I don't yeah, know oh, who that is. Oh, you don't know Mayim Bialik? No. Who oh, is that? Yeah, she's in the Big Bang Theory. Uh, she's, oh, is yeah, she? Yeah, really? She's uh, Sheldon's girlfriend. Oh, and she okay. was in movies. She was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. She, okay. she played young Bette Midler in I Beaches. Gu- I guess I never picked up on the name. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I girl. didn't know that. Yep. Yep. There <laughs> anyway. it is. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the church scene. Yeah. Continue. Yes, the, the church scene. So he, he's laying out everything like the legend of Pumpkinhead, and he, he does it really effectively. Like, yeah. it, it's a really good monologue that they give this guy to, to recite. Yeah, this kid actor. Yeah. I and think he, this was his first movie. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He does a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of when he's about to finish the story is when Pumpkinhead actually comes in and... By now, he's like killed most of the gang. Yeah, these um, are it, and th- and it's down to these three last people. And when they put the camera on Pumpkinhead's head, the face is starting to look like Lance Henriksen's. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. As far as technical, you know, wizardry pup- of puppetry goes, th- this is the top of of just the industry in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, y- you have like made a uh, something that isn't real look like something that is. 
and you notice it right then. Yeah. Oh my God, look at that. Yep. You know, it's it's not something you have to squint to see. That's Lance Henriksen's face on this puppet. Yep. And later in the next scene when they're at the like cabin or the garage or whatever mm-hmm. out outdoor. Yeah. With the final showdown, Lance Henriksen is looking like pumpkin head. That's right. Like it's pretty mess <laughs> it's good makeup. <laughs> yeah. Um and it, and the camera, of course, you know, is showing Lance and Pumpkinhead, you know, juxtaposing them so you can see oh really they look the same now yes yes um which is that's a good editing right there Mm -hmm. good structure for the the way the film's put together but um yeah this church scene is just so well lit and i I can't remember the lady who did all this lighting and stuff i wrote her name down i wanted to give her credit and i can't find it oh but well anyway yeah she did an awesome job Mm -hmm. and um the camera cuts when Pumpkinhead shows up, and he's standing in the doorway mm-hmm. to the church, and it's this really far back shot, like wide, and you see the whole structure of this like dilapidated church yeah. with the light shining through the cross, and Pumpkinhead standing there in silhouette. It is very cool stuff. I know it looks great, and then they run off, and it shows him walking through the church as the camera like pans down the side of this dilapidated church, right? And it's great, like he's just walking through. <laughs> It's creepy stuff, and it looks good. It's it's just it's just the whole dilapidated church is bathed in blue light. Yeah, and at one point he he finds that cross. He looks at it. Yeah, he walks up to like the altar. Yeah, mm-hmm. picks up the cross and starts like kind of working the church over a little bit. He's bashing it. Yeah, just mm-hmm. destroying what's left of these you know old boards and stuff. Yeah. So he not only is is kind of getting this uh, this charge out of killing people. He's now like kind of really you know like. I'm this evil. Yep. I'm going to destroy this church. And the great thing, too, is that just like a lot of horror villains, you know, from, you know, going all the way back... This guy doesn't move fast, this creature. Right. Um, it, it's just... It's it's very Creature from the Black Lagoon looking. Yes, yeah. yes. In, in its movements and everything, and in its speed, definitely. But it always finds everybody. Yep. Because Bunt and Jay and Tracy run off, and you're thinking, okay, well, uh-huh. they, they can just drive away at some point, even when they find something. No, they can't, because Pumpkinhead's going to get them. They've been marked. He's going to Jason Voorhees them. That's He's right. He's going to show up. Yep. He's going to just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll just walk to where you are faster yep. than you run there. Yes. yes. <laughs> He'll lumber there, and... Yeah. <laughs> get there before you do. Oh, he's, he's a supernatural <laughs> revenge demon, man. <laughs> That's what you do. That's right. Um, so they end up trying to get no, they end up where do they end up? They're trying to get a car to work and yeah. and there there's a big kind of open area uh-huh. they're in. Right. And Pumpkinhead shows up and Lance Henriksen shows up and there's kind of a little showdown. And uh, Lance Henriksen, he's going to build a flamethrower. Yeah, he gets some propane tanks, yeah. and, and, and he builds this this whole thing where he's got it hooked up. And, and throughout the throughout the time he's trying to build this this apparatus to burn him up, um, he's starting to turn into Pumpkinhead a little bit. His eyes yep. are, are becoming, you know, really uh, yeah. bulbous and gross and yellow. Uh-huh. Um, and he's trying to fight it off, and then that's when he discovers, when he accidentally stabs himself with a pitchfork, yep. that he sees Pumpkinhead drop Jay. Yeah, Pumpkinhead has got Jay in his clutches, right? And he like when when Lance gets it with the pitchfork, the Jay drops away, and Pumpkinhead looks like he's hurt. Yeah, in the same spot. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Lance Henriksen realizes, oh, that's how we got to kill him. Yeah, and he, he drops the flamethrower, I think, mm-hmm. and then the girl Tracy, Tracy gets the flamethrower and is trying to flamethrow Pumpkinhead, but it's not working, <laughs> right? Because you know you got to kill Lance Henriksen, dude. Yeah. So Lance goes to his truck, I guess, to get his pistol, and he shoots himself in the head. Uh huh. And Pumpkinhead goes down, and he stumbles, and then Ed Harley stumbles out of the car and lays on the ground. 
and uh, you think it's over. Of course, there's one more scare. Yes. He, Ed Harley's still alive. Pumpkinhead grabs Bunt or somebody. <laughs> and Tracy has to end up shooting uh, Ed Harley in the head. Yeah. And he do- she does it, and uh, game over. Pumpkinhead is defeated. For Lance Henriksen to survive that headshot, that was a little weird. Uh, but he like, must have you know, not aimed very well. <laughs> he must have just shot himself he through the He was pumpkin the, heading the, out the a little, so maybe he yeah, couldn't aim. It's possible, yes. He was under a lot of stress. In <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, and I'm, I'm really glad, though, that, that, that that's how they ended it, that they didn't have Tracy use the flamethrower on Lance Henriksen, because I don't need to see him like, you know, burn up. No, um, we're good. Yeah, that, that, that's good. Yep. And the, the way the movie ends kind of like with that, I mean, do we know what happens to Tracy? I can't remember. They don't show anything that happens to these teens. Okay. Um, yeah. What happens here is the camera is zoomed up on Ed Harley, kind yeah. of, his dead body, and Tracy's kind of there in it. It's like a, a pan out on a crane shot, kind yeah. of, and it comes back and you see the whole area, and as it's craning up and out, Pumpkinhead just ignites. That's right. And, right. and burns, which was awesome. Yeah. Like, okay, the demon's defeated, it's burning, and it's returning to hell. Sure. Or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really cool. Then you see a little bit of Burning Pumpkin Head. Uh-huh. And then I think from there, it just cuts to the witch. Yeah, the witch back in the pumpkin patch. Uh, uh, a dead pumpkin head body. And what you see, um, we didn't mention it earlier, but Ed Harley's son gives him a little necklace he made. Yeah. With a little like, trinket on a it. talisman. And when the witch is burying this like pumpkin head corpse up on that mound again, yeah, she's burying, throwing dirt on it, and the camera comes in, and you see the dirt covering that little necklace. That's right. So Lance Henriksen is gonna be the next pumpkin head. He's cursed now, and he's the pumpkin head. Makes sense. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think that ending really made me fall in love with this movie when I first watched it. Do you deduce from that that the previous pumpkin head was the guy who ever put like, is it always the person who, like, asked for the curse, like, having this guilt? I, I would assume. Okay. Maybe something like that. Okay. Like, because the witch even says, you know, you're going to pay the ultimate price, you know? Right, right. So, I, I don't know. Okay. But whoever initiates the revenge yeah. pays with their life, and yeah. then they, they have to be the demon of revenge. Okay. So, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. It's oh, yeah. It's a cool it's, idea. It's a good lesson to be to, to, to teach yeah, people. Yeah, so yes, don't, don't, don't get revenge on people, Right, don't folks. be a vigilante, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. We've talked about how it's edited. It's real quick. I sometimes I think the editing's not that great. Uh-huh. It's a little too jumping around. Right. And there's a scene when they're in the cabin, and John DeQuino just decides, you know what? I'm gonna shape up now. I know. And then he yeah. he lets <laughs> Tracy and Jay out. Yeah. And after like two seconds. They're like friends again, uh-huh. and they're like, "Wait a minute, what happened to Jeff?" And they're out in the woods in like six seconds hunting Pumpkinhead. To- it's like, you moving that fast? Th- th- think about what it would be like if your friend, yeah. like first of all, hit you with a log that they right. got out of a, out of <laughs> yes, a fireplace, dude. knocked you out, and then they locked you in a closet. You and your girlfriend, I mean, you're not friends anymore, right? No, I mean, it's it's just, and then you're out hunting for your friend because no something. Going, I mean. I appreciate this 88-minute, really quick, snappy movie, Uh huh. but it's put together a little too sloppily. Maybe they could have spent uh, a couple more department. minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, we've been talking praise about it, but yeah, there's some stuff <laughs> wrong with it. Like, <laughs> right. this isn't... I didn't like it. No. And I think Lance Henriksen's motivation is a little lackluster. Yeah. Um, all right. If you think about it, yeah. Oh, they killed your son? 
yeah, you're going to want revenge. Yeah. But they don't show it enough to make you really care about the kid and the father relationship. Uh-huh. Even though you can tell he adores his son. Yeah. You know. But they, they needed a little more there, I think. Because it's 10 minutes into the movie when the kid gets his. Yeah. They could have showed another five minutes of the kid and the dad or, yeah. or something. But or And they also could have shown, I guess, like, the, the kids' injuries are, like, what we know about them are spotty at best. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, all, all it is, I mean, like, I don't think you're, you're even if you are 10 years old. He gets, like, bumped over yeah, by a dirt bike. Yeah, it's not going to knock the life out of you on a dirt bike. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it would if he got hit like that. He'd get hurt, I'm sure. Oh, he would get hurt. Yeah. But that, that's what I'm saying is that, like, he has no injuries. It doesn't show anything. I, I mean, mean he, I think he has a bloody nose. It must be internal bleeding or I, I guess so, okay. And, oh, it's, it's a good scene, I think, when the boy finally dies in Lance Henriksen's arms. Yeah. It's really good because Lance is great in it. Because he's Lance Henriksen. He's telling right. his son another story about how yep. there, there was a man who had this wonderful boy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, he starts telling the story and then the kid's laying there almost limp completely in his yeah. arms and he goes, Daddy? And then goes like completely limp. Right. And you're like, what? Did he just die there? Dude. <laughs> right. And Lance reacts, you know, very appropriately. Yes, he does. And it's pretty... It, it, it's good. He does a good job with it. I agree. Yep. And uh, then, then that that's when he goes and gets revenge. Right. Um, I love that scene. There's one problem I also I had with, with just the movie in general is, um, like, we, we keep saying Appalachia. I think we're, we're making assumptions here. Yeah. Because it's really hard to tell, like, what movie what, or what, what setting this is because all the, the, the license plates on all the vehicles say New York. And it's not just the teens. Really? Lance Henriksen's truck, I believe, says New York on it. So I don't know where that accent's huh. coming from. I know that the Appalachian Mountains goes up into New York. I don't think the people who live in Appalachia in New York have Kentucky accents. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I, a I weird didn't thing. notice that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know it's supposed to be set place down in the south there uh-huh. in the mountains. Right, so. right. Maybe that's just an oversight. It's possible. And they filmed yeah. it in L.A. though, so why? Uh, why <laughs> they got these New York plates? Nobody knows where they are at. I know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Oh well. Yeah, that's a little small thing. Whatever. Yeah, it, it's just because of eagle eye of of a you know that's fine. Yeah. So um, anything else you want to talk about? Well, um, no. I I just think that that as far as uh like technical I guess achievement goes, I know that Pumpkinhead is is kind of lumped in with with every other '80s movie. You know, slasher movie. Yeah, yeah. It got kind of lost in the fray there. Yes. But I think that, that for any kind of like serious uh, moviegoer or film fan, just film appreciator, um, if you watch this, you, you're going to see that, that this one does stand out because of the technical mastery that's behind it. Yeah. Um, like, these effects, they they are better than what is out there today. Pretty much. They're great. Mm-hmm. They look really good. Yeah. Um, and we, we just touched on it. It got lost in the mix, you yeah. know, with all the... All this shit in the late 80s? I mean, like, complete shit. Yeah. Um, what happened was it was going to come out, um, and I think Dino De Laurentiis was releasing it, uh-huh. and then his company went under, and it got lost. All the marketing behind it, just the momentum yeah. ended, right. and it came out a year later. I th- forget who bought it. Who owns Chucky? Miramax or oh, something? Oh, is it Miramax? Owns something. Okay. I don't know. But they got Chucky and Pumpkinhead in like a package deal, Okay, and Chucky- they put all their money and stuff behind and didn't because Chucky was so popular. They just Pumpkinhead just got pushed to the side. Okay. Well, everybody, if you haven't seen Pumpkinhead, Pumpkinhead is, I would argue probably better than child's play. 
Um, I, I'd say I like it better. Yeah. I, I think Child's Play is a good movie, so do too, I. though. I do, I do yeah. too. No, it, Child's Play is excellent, but but I think that Pumpkinhead is better than this film. Yeah. yeah. And Chucky's cracking wise in that. Yes. Not as much as he is in his, the sequels. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd say Pumpkinhead over Chucky. I, I, I would agree, yeah. And it's really cool because Pumpkinhead, like, if you're talking to horror movie fans, mm-hmm. he's kind of, you know, he's up there. Everyone talks about him. He's going to be in the zeitgeist for... Yeah, you know, as long as there's people who like these movies. Yeah, we, we talked about the cult status of this movie. I mean, like it has grown. The audience has grown in the last thirty years. You know, because of just VHS rentals. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I'm really glad that there's a special edition Blu-ray out that has behind-the-scenes stuff because this movie kind of deserves to have. And that there's kind of a stuff. great this new feature on it uh, called like. I don't know. It's a dedication to Stan Winston. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, it's okay. Wor- it's worth the Blu-ray alone. All right, I gotta borrow this. Then. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so would would you recommend the movie? Uh, yes, I would. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everyone should see Pumpkinhead. It's a great time. Yeah, I I would recommend Pumpkinhead too. Like I said, I've seen it a ton of times, mm-hmm. and I still like it. Yeah, I still like it, dude. Yeah. I realize the cheesiness more now that I'm older. Right. But it's still a great little tight, quick movie. Yep. Uh, that looks great. Yep. So that about wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes, rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. Gets more dudes listening to the dudes. And again, um, stressing, reviewing it. Go, yes, go leave us a yes, review, please, man. Yes. We really want to read your reviews. Yes, and it won't cost you anything. Yeah, it's free. Uh-huh. You know, whatever. Right. It's, it's free as our show. <laughs> um, and if you don't use iTunes anywhere else, there's a podcatcher you get it from, you know, do that thing too. Uh-huh. Um, or go to dudesonmovies.com. Yes, uh, we're also uh, on Facebook and Twitter, um, and that's where we do all of our interaction with listeners. So uh, look us up there, and uh, we have a email address, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Right, and this concludes... Uh, horror month season two for the dudes <laughs> right that's uh, right <laughs> so next week we're going to be doing something quite appropriate for the the end of the world coming up uh 1999's election directed by alexander payne starring matthew broderick and reese witherspoon get ready so until next week i'm your dude scott i'm your dude dave and we'll see you next time